Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana, welcome back. New on is now ESPN Radio. Little Genesis for you here on your Wednesday. I can't dance either. Actually, that's a lie. Phenomenal dancer. But both Montana State's women's and men's basketball teams going dancing. NCAA tournament begins Friday for both from sunny California. The women play Stanford on Friday night. It's 8 p.m. tip. The men, they play Texas Tech Friday morning, 11.45 local tip. You can find that game on TNT. Miss anything in the first hour of today's show? We heard from Abdul Muhammad, senior for the Montana State men's basketball team. We also checked in with Alex Eshelman. She's down there in San Diego on the ground floor covering the Bobcats. She's from SWX Montana Television. We also heard from Ben Johnson, the head coach of the Cole Strip girls basketball team, the recent Class B state champs. Need to find anything from today's first hour? You always can on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sports Bet Montana, as well as the Advocates. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, also the presenting sponsor of our bracket challenge. Go uh, to ESPN.com and search Nuanas Now ESPN Missoula or Nuanas Now ESPN Montana, and you'll find our bracket challenge group. And any and all, welcome to enter just one entry per person, per username, 
But we have almost $3,000 in prizes for you for the first, second, and third place winners. We already got over 100 people in the group, so go get in there. There's no limit to how many people that can get in there, just one limit, one entry per person. So go check that out. We appreciate Paradise Falls for all of their support. If you need anywhere to watch the Bobcats or any of the other NCAA tournament games, head on down to Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. We go down to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in a guy I spent a lot of time with this last week because his team just kept on winning, and our kind of hub where we were doing our post-game work happened to be where everybody else was celebrating. It's Leon Costello, the Montana State Athletic Director, joining us here now on Nuanas Now. What's up, Leon? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, Coulter. How are you? Good, man. Well, first and foremost, let's go over the week in Boise because uh, a lot of basketball action. I know you're a basketball guy. You played college hoops once upon a time. But this year, not once but twice, you got your teams cutting down the nets. So couldn't have gone much better than Montana for, than it did for Montana State. So how would you sum up the whole experience? Must have been a pretty emotional ride for you, your athletic department, everybody involved. Yeah, it's, it's surreal, I think, is the, is the word I would use. And um, I, I think we all know the time of year that we are in. It's, uh, you know, one of the most special times in, in the sports industry with uh, March Madness going on. And uh, being a part of uh, two different schools that uh, had a lot of basketball success, um, pretty special to, to be able to experience that here with Montana State. And uh, obviously, Coach Benford has done a marvelous job and, you know, been there a couple times and, just seeing uh, Coach Sprinkle be able to come back to his alma mater, you know, lead us back to the to the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, being a player on the last team that went and, and now being a coach. Uh, just a pretty pretty special time. And, uh, you know, it was the first year that uh, the selection show was on the same day. It was on Sunday. And so having both selection shows back-to-back uh, after your teams have won the conference tournament was uh, turned out to be a, a, a very special weekend for Montana State Athletics. No doubt about it. And it was a, a cool moment times, too, watching everybody celebrate and cut down the nets. But let's start with the women because this championship tournament victory uh, had even some extra significance than just this team and this accomplishment because the program sort of got robbed a couple of years ago when they had one of the historic Big Sky seasons of all time, 19-1 and in league play, the most Big Sky wins ever by a women's basketball team. And... Then they get all the way to the championship game, and COVID-19 hits, and it's all called off. And I thought it was so awesome and, and uh, such a sweet and poignant moment when Darian White had a prepared statement. She wrote a letter to her former teammates and sort of called out all, all five of the seniors from that squad and thanked them and said they were a huge part of it and uh, sort of let them share in the moment. So uh, a championship that was more than just about this team. It seemed like it was a, a couple years in the making. Without a doubt, and I, I would tell you it was, um, you know, the hardest day uh, in sports that I've ever had to go through, uh, going in and telling two different teams that their season was over, their tournaments were done. When, you know, you're looking at the women's team in the eye when they're going to the finals and having a chance to complete the best season ever uh, in Big Sky history, and, and then looking at, a, you know, the team with a, a star like Harold Frey, who has meant so much to MSU men's basketball and telling them that he's not even going to be able to play a game in the tournament because of what, everything that was going on. And I think it shows um, just the type of leader that Darian is on and off the court. It, uh, she's great. She's a great athlete. Uh, she's a great student. But, I mean, to have the recognition to be able to do that, I, I know all of those student-athletes and former student-athletes were talking to each other. I mean, heck, Fallon 3G was, 
was texting me and messaging me about how excited she was and that she was still getting all those feelings and felt really good for the team because because of everything that happened. And, you know, I think that's just a trademark of, of our department right now is that, uh, you know, there is a family environment going on and, and everybody's still connected that was once here. Uh, they're still living through the student-athletes that are here, and, and that's what we want. You know, it's a, it's a special time for us. Uh, but it's a special time because of the people that have come before us as well. Yeah, and that reverence for history is so important. I think Montana State does such a great job of that, particularly in the Big Sky Conference and sort of the, the, the passing along, you know, what it means to be a Bobcat, the pride of the institution and things like that. And I think it's such an important part of it. And we talked about it in football, Leon, when Montana State was on their great run to the national championship game. But it seems like, now there's sort of a, a newer but important history when it comes to women's basketball as well, and I think a part of that is the longevity that Trisha Binford's had. So her 17th year at the helm, and now she's going back to the big dance for the first time in five years, the second time in her, in her career as a coach. What have you thought of just the job she's done and just the way that she's been able to, to fortify, solidify, and maintain consistency in that program? You know, I, it, it's uh, she, she is awesome, and she is great to work with. I think you know, first and foremost, um, you know, having people around you that you want to work with and you want to support each and every day, she makes it really easy. And 17 years is unheard of in our profession at the same place, doing the same job. Um, but I'll tell you what's really cool about Coach Benford is that I think, and hopefully everybody else thinks, she gets better every year. And I think, you know, how she coaches and, you know, adjusting to her personnel like she did this year, but also how she recruits and how she, um, you know, goes out and finds the pieces that are going to fit to make her team uh, what it is each and every year. Uh, you know, she plugs the holes better than anybody that I've seen. And, um, you know, like I said, I think she gets better and better every year at doing that and recognizing what she needs and, and going out to find talent to do that. And I also think she does that from on a coaching side as well, where, you know, we're having success. And when you're, ha- you're a program like ours at this level, you're having success, you're going to lose assistant coaches. She's been able to fill those gaps um, and she's been able to get better and better each year at that as well. And I think that just speaks to her growth uh, over the course of time. And uh, yeah, I mean, her longevity is just a, a case of, of pure success and she would not be in this, in this role that she is for this long without having that sustained success. And she's one of the best in the business. ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Leon Costello joining us. He's Montana State's athletic director. Both Bobcat teams going dancing. Amazing accomplishment. First time since 2013 a school from the Big Sky has done this. And it's the first time since 2004 you've had a school from the Big Sky Conference place both men's and women's basketball teams in the NCAA tournament as well as a football team in the national championship game. And, Leon, let's briefly talk about the men's run through Boise. They come off of the rivalry loss in Missoula, and they never lose again. And I thought it was one of the great coaching moves of the year. I thought it affirmed, not necessarily solidified, because I thought he was already the coach of the year, but I thought it affirmed why. Just the fact that Danny Sprinkle was able to win three regular season games in the span of five days at home down the stretch to win the outright title and then get his team ready again to win three in three days in Boise. And I know you believed in him from the moment you hired him, but he showed the whole rest of the world why you had so much belief in him. So what have you thought of just the, the men's run and, and the way that it culminated with a spectacular moment? Like you said, a guy who is, it's his alma mater and it means the world to him. He always talks about dreaming things into existence, and then he did it. Yeah, you know, and he did that in the interview process, is that uh, he laid out his vision right away. And, uh, you know, I will go back to, 
when we were sitting in Salt Lake City and, you know, we were going through a round of interviews and uh, he brings out uh, John Gordon's energy bus and he hands it out to each one of the committee members. And inside of uh, that book was a piece of blue uh, felt carpet. And if you know anything about the NCAA tournament is that when you go to the NCAA tournament around the court, you're walking on blue carpet. And that's the vision that he had for Montana State men's basketball was to get us back to uh, to the NCAA tournament. And, you know, uh, I, I don't want to say I'm surprised because I'm not surprised by anything that he's able to accomplish. Uh, but to be able to do what he's done as quickly as he's done it um, is, is impressive. And I, I don't know if, you know, I expected it. We, we have high expectations. I don't know if I expected that. But he has set the table and set the bar very high for – for what uh, Montana State men's basketball is to is to be in the future, and uh, the run was awesome. But I got to tell you, I got to go back to, you know, the the last week of the season, and and you know we played four games in six days, and uh, nobody nobody had to do that to end the season. Uh, we were lucky that three of those games were at home, and to, and to run off three straight at home, and in the fashion that we did. Um, and then to go down and win three straight in Boise, you know, was, was awesome. So we got to celebrate a, a championship at home with our fans, uh, cut down the nets at home, and then doing it again, you know, just over a week later at the uh, at the conference tournament to go to the NCAA tournament was just a special feeling for me, but also I know it was for him, but it was for all of our fans and, and especially our men's basketball program. Well, and speaking of home court, it was almost like Boise was your home court for the semifinals and the finals of the men's tournament. There was thousands of Bobcat people there. So what can you say is about the way that your fan base has shown up? Because this was a reunion in Texas and then a reunion in Boise all within the span of a couple months. A lot of Bobcat fans making the travels all around the West United States. You know, I, I think it, there's something they, – they show up all the time, but I think we saw it in the fall at, at the football games. Uh, we saw it this year at the basketball games. Our, our fans have responded uh, to our coaches, to our student-athletes. I think, you know, they're, they're great kids. Uh, they do very, very well in the classroom. Um, you know, they're great community members. That, that, you know, they, you don't see their names on the front page of, of the newspaper. You always see them in the sports page. And they're very easy to get behind and support. And our fans have always done it. Um, this year they have stepped up their game, though, um, and seeing – what we saw in Boise and just hearing our fans, um, you know, when I got back, I heard from a lot of people that weren't able to make the trip that wanted to, when they watched it on TV, um, you know, the sounds and the looks of the arena with Bobcat fans was awesome. It's you're exactly right. It sounded and felt like a home game uh, for us. And I know that our, both of our programs fed off of that energy, um, you know, having our bands there, uh, our band there, having our spirit squad, having champ there makes a difference as well because the energy uh, within the arena was awesome. And, um, you know, I, I know our, 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 our student athletes and our coaches benefited from that. Leon Costello joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. It's our ESPN Roundtable, our long-form interview of the week each week. And, Leo, let's talk about the trip now to California. I know you're in sunny San Diego, but both teams going to California. So, first, just from a, a marketing and branding standpoint, this is a great deal for Montana State because you got Selection Sunday times two, which is always great just for every single element of promotion. But the moment that you got to see Montana State pop up on the big screen, first for the men's tournament and then for the women's tournament, uh, probably pretty cool for you and your staff and everybody involved in MSU Athletics. Yeah, you know, it's everything you work for. Uh, to see it um, at the end of the year, to see your name uh, in whatever selection that it is, whether that be, you know, football or volleyball, in this case, basketball, and, and seeing it on this stage, like I said before, 
seeing it on the same day, back-to-back, having your men's and women's names up there. And then, you know, the result of that is you see it all week, is that you turn on ESPN and they're going through analysis or they're scrolling through stats of, of all your teams and, you know, you're seeing Montana State up there twice. Uh, it is really is really special. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was fun to get on the plane today and get down here. And uh, I can tell you the weather's just a little bit different, uh, you know, down here in San Diego. It doesn't really feel like basketball weather. But uh, what a great tribute to, uh, you know, to our, our men's team and our women's team to be able to come to the same state, uh, compete on the same day. So, um, you know, Friday in Bobcat Nation is going to be a, a really special day with both of, our, uh, both of our teams competing on the same day. The women's draw is a, an interesting one because you get the defending national champs. So talk about a tall task. And also the women's tournament such a different structure because you have to play essentially at the top seeds home court. I, I know they do it to sort of increase exposure to the game and get a lot of fans in the stands for the TV and all that. What do you think of that element uh, just in terms of, of the way that the women's basketball tournament is, is uh, uh, administered right now? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I can't say I dislike it. I, I do like the fact that you know they, they want to put an emphasis on on the atmosphere that that are in the arenas. You know, just for the sheer fact of what we just talked about, what happened in Boise is you know having that atmosphere um, really creates interest. But also, you know, I think when you're the benefactor of being the home team, uh, there is a definite benefit uh, to that and helping you succeed. But uh, you know what? What I've seen this year is we all know what uh, the NCA went through last year, but you know the, the positive outcomes of this is I've seen more promotion uh, for the women's basketball tournament this year than I've seen ever before, and and I think it's awesome. You know, I think um, you know what they're trying to do and, and making things equal and uh, trying to um, you know make the TV coverage the same and, and the promotion the same. I think is great. You know, I've got a daughter who's twelve who's who's playing basketball and playing AAU basketball. And, you know, we grew up, I grew up in Iowa and came from Iowa and, you know, she's, she saw Caitlin Clark play four or five times and she's a huge Caitlin Clark fan. And, you know, you don't get that without the being able to promote uh, the game and the sport the way they're doing it now. And so I'm excited about where it's, where it's going. I'm excited for, you know, the younger uh, girls that are playing basketball, one like my daughter, so they can see um, that they can achieve their dreams at this level as well. And uh, I think they're doing a good job, but I also think there's, uh, there's more room to grow as well. Nick Costello joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Montana State's men's basketball team, they'll actually have the first of the two tournament games among the Bobcats that are in California. They play Texas Tech, 11.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 10.45 local time, tip there from the San Diego State campus. Montana State, a 14 seed in the men's tournament, and Texas Tech, a third seed there uh, in San Diego. So, Leon, what do you think of the draw? Because Texas Tech, they were in the Final Four a couple of years ago, but I know they have a first-year head coach in Mark Adams. Um, what I, I guess first question, what's the, the, sort of the jockeying process like? Do you as an athletic director have any say in lobbying for Montana to get a seat, Montana State to get a seat, or is that is is that just all all the way on the league? Yeah, no, it, it, we have. I mean, basically, the jockeying that we have is our resume, and uh, you know what what you see on the piece of paper when it comes to you know your net rankings and uh, you know strength of schedule and, and your record and all those things. That, that you know that's what we have. Um, you know, it's really up to the committee. Um, and and I, I got the question a lot is like, hey, being the AD, do you have any idea, bef- you know, before they announce it? And we don't. Like, we have we have no idea uh, where we're going to be. Nobody does. And, uh, you know, it's kind of 
the intrigue of this tournament is that, you know, you got the selection committee sitting in, uh, which I believe is Indianapolis, and they're sitting there uh, all week uh, putting all the pieces together. And uh, come Selection Sunday, you know, everybody finds out at the same time. And, you know, uh, it is what it is. I mean, there's really nothing we can do or say about it. I think we are, uh, you know, we're really happy to, to be in San Diego, to be in the tournament. But also is, I think our guys are hungry, and I think they're going to go out. They're going to compete. It's, Texas Tech is a great team, great defensive team. Uh, you know, we're going to have our work cut out for us. But, you know, this team has had this work cut out for them all year long, and, uh, you know, I don't see any difference uh, in this game. And, hey, it's a neutral It's a neutral site. Hopefully uh, we can make a few shots, get the, get the crowd behind the underdog, and, uh, you know, see what happens. And that that's the beauty of, you know, being in this tournament is uh, – you know, you go to these sites and, you know, people want to see the upsets and, you know, you, you stay in the game, you hang around long enough, you know, the crowd starts to get on your side. And uh, that's what I want for the guys is I want them to, you know, to be in the game, give themselves a chance, get that crowd behind them and see what happens. Well, as a great fan of basketball as you are, put on your analyst hat there. What do you think makes this Montana State team special, not only from a chemistry perspective, but also just the way they operate? What do you like that they do well? Well, there's a little bit of everything. I mean, obviously they play defense. Uh, they're very hungry on defense. They're very scrappy. I think they rebound really well. I think they take after their head coach. Um, you know, they're very passionate. Their their tenacity, uh, but they're also very skilled. And um, I think when you combine, I, you saw the growth this year. Obviously, we all knew about Jabril Bello. We we knew about the seniors. You know that that were coming back. We knew about X. We knew about Abdul. Um, but I think you saw a lot of a lot of players come into their own when um, you know, Tyler Patterson, Patterson is on fire and he's shooting. You got Nick Gazelas who kind of towards the last quarter of the of the season really kind of took over when his opportunities presented itself. And I think when you have an inside presence like that and you can hit the outside shot, you're really really hard to guard. And then you have a point guard, you know, that can distribute or score. Um, you know, you got to pick your poison a little bit. And so I think there's uh, we have a lot of weapons on offense, but I also think we play really great defense and uh when you can play defense in this tournament uh you're gonna you can you have a chance to go a long ways because um a lot of times when you get in this it, obviously no everybody wants to advance it's it's surviving advance and if shots aren't going in you got to be able to rely you know to get stops and i think we got the defense to be able to do that as well now costello montessa athletic director joining us here on nuanas now espn radio as well as swx montana television it's our espn roundtable for the week Leon, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you in San Diego tomorrow. But in the meantime, be well, and best of luck this week. Sounds great. Travel safe, and uh, we'll see you when you get here. There you go. ESPN Roundtable with Montana State Athletic Director Leon Costello here on Nuanas Now. A little story for you. Montana State, a 14 seed. Texas Tech, a 3 seed. Last year, myself and Riley Corcoran had the great fortune of going to the strangest, most unique, and perhaps... I don't know. Uh, most fun? I, I guess this one's going to be really fun, too. But there was a certain element of being there last year and sort of the, the reignition of sports as a whole, but also being able to be a complete basketball junkie and go to games all over in one of the meccas of basketball in America in Indianapolis. And we watched 14 games in four days. But one of the days that we had culminated in us watching a night game between third-seeded Texas, and 14th-seeded Abilene Christian. We bought a couple tickets off StubHub that we were even a little confused about what they even were, and they ended up being passes to the quarterback club suite at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And 
It, it was a you know a catered suite, all you can eat, all you can drink. So that part was fun. But we're just sitting there as just observers. And I, you know, I was taking notes because I was writing this long form essay, which by the way, you can go check out our Montanans in Madness five part series from last year. I posted it again this year, uh, SkylineSportsMT.com. This is a long form essay all about all the Montana connections that we found in the tournament uh, last year. But, you know, as, as Leon Casella was just saying, sometimes you're at these games and the underdog starts to have an opportunity, have a chance. And then the crowd starts to get into it. And I'm not much one of cheering at sporting events only because I go to sporting events multiple times a week as an objective journalist. So it's been a long time since I was cheered at a sporting event. But we start getting into it a little bit in this Abilene Christian Texas game. You know, we had a little coin on the game. I had Abilene Christian covering, I'm not going to lie. But we start, you know, cheering on Abilene Christian a little bit. And then we realize the only other people in this suite are a group of, I believe, pretty heavy hitting, but certainly some sort of involvement with the University of Texas. And as we continue to sort of root them on, we start getting these dirty looks. Finally, one guy comes over and says, who are you all rooting for? How'd you guys get in this suite? We're like, man, we just bought the tickets off StubHub. They're like, well, if Texas loses this game, we got to fire Shaka Smart. And I was like, whoa, okay. So we're going to, Riley, we're going to stop cheering because <laughs> we want to be cordial with these fine Texas people. And sure enough, that was uh, the beginning of the end for Shaka Smart. And now Chris Beard, who was at Texas Tech, is now at Texas. So there's a connection for you with this Montana State game. But I believe Christian won that game. And so I do think there's... A little bit of a parallel. You're talking Big 12 schools from Texas and Texas and Texas Tech. You're talking FCS playing football schools with Abilene Christian and Montana State. You're talking sort of upstarts. It was way more of a catastrophic upset, though, for the Texas fans because Abilene Christian is in Texas. It is like, you know, way down the line in terms of prestigious schools in the Lone Star State if you're a Texas fan, if you're a Longhorns fan. So I'm sure it was... Unbelievably embarrassing for them to lose not only just to a 14 seed, but to a, an upstart athletic department that's supposed to be like, you know, the redheaded stepchild, not necessarily in the mix at all with, you know, the almighty Longhorn. So it, it was interesting, but that just reminds you that, and I'm not saying Montana State's going to win. I'm not going to predict they're going to win. I think the fact that they're 14 point dogs is about right. You know, I think it's actually being 14 point dogs as a, as a 14 is a, is a, Sort of a sign of respect, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some spreads in this that, I mean, you can't even get the Gonzaga money line because the, the spread is like 25 and a half, and they don't want people just picking Gonzaga to win and putting it in parlays. But that's her nor there. The point is, upsets are what March Madness is all about, and when you get into the dance, especially on the men's side, you got a shot. You absolutely have a shot. So I've seen a 14 beat a three live and in person. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to happen in San Diego tomorrow or I mean on Friday, but if it happens sometime in this tournament, don't say that you didn't hear it here first. So I appreciate Leon Costello for joining us. As always, he's a great guy to hang out with and and, uh, talk sports with, and uh, he's always been really great to us both here at ESPN Radio as well as at SkylineSportsMT.com as well. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. Maybe watching SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being here on your Wednesday. All right, enough Bobcat stuff for today because we're going to be doing a lot of MSU stuff the next two days. We'll also have a bunch of high school coverage for you the next two days as well. But let's talk some Grizz. Several interesting storylines, whether it's a transfer to the Grizz soccer team, a former Grizz quarterback playing professionally, or a couple men's hoopers into the transfer portal. We'll take you around the world 
of Grizz Sports. Right after this, keep it here. It's Nuwaz Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. California dreaming no more once we catch that bird 7 a.m. tomorrow. Appreciate you hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. We'll be in sunny San Diego tomorrow and Friday. Nuana's now tournament takeover continues. Thanks so much for listening here on ESPN Radio or maybe watching on SWX Montana Television today. Coulter Nuana's coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. March into savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. They're providing special APRs all month long. You can get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks at Northwest Motorsport. A few things to get into here as we dive into our Grizz Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. The winter season probably a little bit behind us now, so maybe you're getting geared up for spring and summer sports. I can tell you this, when I was a kid, a teenager, and in college, I got all three of my baseball mitts at Bob Board Sports and Outdoors. They always have a great selection over there, great sales going on pretty much all the time, uh, no matter what you're in the market for. So head on over to Bob Board's Sports and Outdoors. I appreciate one of the long-standing sporting goods companies in Montana for supporting our Grizz Star of the Week. First, from the Grizz softball realm, uh, they've been all over the place. That's kind of how it goes when your season starts in February and you're the team in Montana. You don't get to play a lot of, if any, home games. But Megan McGrath, who's probably the top returner for this Grizz softball team, she helped lead Montana uh, all the way to the, the championship game, or the championship uh, series, that is, at the Big Sky Tournament last year before Montana fell just short. But um, she is a star shortstop. She's been on this show before. Um, great Young lady, really fun to talk to. But, man, she's just a powerhouse as well. She was the Big Sky Conference Softball Player of the Week this last week. So congratulations to Megan McGrath. And uh, when we get back from San Diego, we'll dive into some softball, probably get in touch with Coach Melanie Michael, one of our favorites around here, and they get an update on what's going on with Grizz softball. When it comes to Grizz soccer, a uh, big addition from the transfer portal Mesa Walters joins the team. She was raised in Billings. She played some high school soccer in Laurel, and then she uh, was living in the latter part of her of her high school years in the Denver area. And 
She ended up at New Mexico, where she was a three-year starter for the Lobos. And that's a two-time Mountain West Championship squad. And they twice advanced to the NCAA tournament. And uh, so Walters joins the Grizz soccer team as a midfielder. She's a graduate uh, graduate transfer. And so she'll have two years of eligibility remaining. In, in the press release from the University of Montana, Walters said, Montana met everything I was looking for when I first entered the transfer portal. She had three goals, seven assists last year, by the way. Or three goals, seven assists total, by the way, uh, in New Mexico. And then she went on to say that she wants to pursue a graduate degree in public health, which is a good degree here at the University of Montana. And she said she also was interested in following in the footsteps of Alexa Coyle, Rita Lang, Caitlin Rogers, and Mimi Iden. What do they all have in common? Well, they've all gone pro the last couple years. Walter said, one of my biggest aspirations is to play overseas when I'm done, and Montana is sending more kids over that way than any Power 5 is right now. It's incredible. So we'll, we'll ask Andrew Houghton, our resident soccer expert, which, by the way, if you want to check out a fun soccer podcast, uh, there's a, a lot of episodes up right now. We're going to start to reignite it once soccer gets a little bit more pertinent uh, in the season. But uh, Soccer in Snow and Smoke, Andrew's awesome podcast here in association with ESPN Missoula. You can find it on all your podcast hosting platforms. But he's done a great job of following this Grizz soccer team. And, Andrew, I know you were tweeting about this earlier today, but it seems like uh, not only is this a talented addition, a three-year starter from a Mountain West school, but also uh, maybe a position of need for the University of Montana soccer team as well. Well, Coulter, just to start off, just such a statement of intent for them to get a player like this coming back from a team that's made the NCAA tournament to play at Montana. Like you said, she does have the connections here with growing up in Billings. But you're starting to see it pay off. I mean, now people can come to Montana, and it's such a great selling point. They're going to play in the NCAA tournament, and they really are going to have a chance to play overseas. Like you mentioned, four girls still playing overseas for Montana right now. I think it is such a great add for them because she can play in the center of midfield. From what I hear, Chris Chitovitsky had a little quote in there about she's not afraid to receive the ball between the lines. And that's a little bit, not that they were missing a ton last year because they did win the Big Sky again. They did go to the NCAA tournament again. But a lot of their creativity came from the wingbacks with Taylor Hansen on the right, playing down the wings, playing down the flanks. Just missed a little bit of creativity in the middle of the field. Somebody who can receive those sort of line-breaking passes to the middle of the field. Maybe play it back to somebody streaking down the wing. Maybe play on the half turn and get forward and face the goal and create from there. Sort of a classic attacking midfielder. So her pedigree says to me that she should be one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference if she comes in. If she is that and she comes in and fills that role, I think that's something that they were really missing last year. And we'll see how Chris Chiavisky maybe builds the team and builds the tactics around her like he did a little bit with Taylor Hansen last year. Well, it seems like such a great fit, uh, just not only because she's talented, but also because of her Montana ties. So last question for you on this note, though, the Grizz soccer team. Christian Davitsky's done a great job of building this thing up, and they've been right there among the top of the big sky in the regular season, right there among the top of the big sky when it comes to the tournament. They've gone to two of the last three NCAA tournaments. They are one of the best schools in the mountain region, mountain uh, the the Rocky Mountain region. Uh, they're always getting ranked in the in the regional poll, not just uh, within the Big Sky. And yet, they still are not quite there. It seems like there's one last step to take for them to be really in the mix to, to be a team that could win a game 
on the biggest stage of college soccer. What do you think that next step is? What I mean, their defense has been ridiculous. They've had multiple phenomenal goalkeepers, multiple professional-level defenders. So, so what is the next ingredient that Montana needs to take this thing over the top in women's soccer? Well, first of all, it is a little bit crazy that we're talking about that as being the next step, as winning an NCAA tournament game coming out of the big sky. You know, I've asked Chris Chiavisky about this a bunch of times because I think it is just sort of fascinating that they are trying to take this next step. And he he sort of laughs at me a little bit, but it is such a tall task. But it really is, Coulter, just a little bit more quality out on the field just to, to not only win that game in the NCAA tournament, but to sort of build up their profile during the regular season so that when they do make it there, maybe the seeding, is a little bit kinder. I mean, it, it's such a tough step to take, but this is how you do it by showing players who do have the quality to play professionally overseas that you can help them reach that goal and then bringing them in. All the other stuff I, I'm not not really worried about. I mean, I know that they're very good tactically. I know that that staff is really focused on the chemistry of that team, bringing the right people in. It's just just a, a, a little bit more quality on the field so that you can have a little bit more of a foothold in those games rather than having to defend for the entire game when you get into the NCAA tournament. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew Houghton from ESPN Missoula and Skyline Sports, uh, our producer here, joining us, a little soccer action. How about this for a deal? Lost Trails got their spring season pass sale going on right now. It ends on April 3rd. Passes are good for the remainder of this season, but also all of next season as well. Go to LostTrail.com before the spring season pass sale ends. And coming up on April 2nd, it's the Skiesta. Bring your best disco attire for the Skiesta. Mark your calendars for Lost Trail's annual end-of-season Skiesta Saturday, April 2nd. For all the details on both of these great things, visit LostTrail.com. A couple other notes from around Grizz Athletics as part of our Grizz Star of the Week. Dalton Sneed, the uh, two-time All-League quarterback for the Montana Grizzlies who graduated in 2019. He's going to play in the Indoor Football League with the new team, the Vegas Nighthawks. That's night spelled like uh, Knight Sir Lancelot, not nighttime, but the Vegas Nighthawks. Uh, and Dalton Steed will be on their inaugural 25-man roster. So cool for Dalton. I know he's been pursuing those professional dreams. Uh, had a couple different opportunities up in the CFL, but now uh, back in Vegas, and, and that's a place where he started his career at UNLV, so it seems like probably a, a good fit, a place he's familiar with. And then one last note on the Grizz. Kyle Owens, who was the MVP of the Grizz basketball team last season as a sophomore, he's now a junior. He's into the transfer portal, as is Cam Parker. Cam Parker celebrated his senior night at Montana uh, during their regular season last home game. And uh, he's graduating, so he'll be a graduate transfer. He has one year of eligibility remaining. He was the co-reserve of the year in the Big Sky Conference. So Kyle Owens... Cam Parker joined Freddie Brown the third and Jack Wetzel, a couple of walk-ons in the NCAA transfer portal for Travis DeKear's squad. So there you go. That's your Grizz Star of the Week, but more of a update all the way around Grizz Athletics. So appreciate Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors for their sponsorship of the Grizz Star of the Week throughout this entire winter and into the spring. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. How about some more bracket challenge stuff? What sort of Teams do I like as some of my betting favorites? What are some of the great prizes we have for you? What are some of the details for our trip to San Diego? Get you all set up for one last traveling road show for this sports season. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. 
The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, Montana? A little Chili Peppers for you. What an album this was. Never forget when it dropped. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. We are heading to California. That's why the songs are all California-themed today. Montana State heading to the NCAA tournament. So as a statewide radio television broadcast, we go where the Bobcats go. We go where the Grizz go as well. It's just a matter of who, what, when, where, why. A lot of times we'll go wherever the Big Sky Conference team goes, like we did last year when it was Eastern Washington. Miss anything up in today's show? Some fun guests. Abdul Muhammad from the Montana State men's team joined us. Gave you a little preview of the NCAA tournament. We also heard from Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana. MSU Athletic Director Leon Costello is part of our ESPN Roundtable. We also talked Grizz softball, Grizz soccer, Grizz football, Dalton Sneed. Back in the professional ranks with the Vegas Nighthawks and some Grizz hoops with some of their entries into the NCAA transfer portal. You can find everything from today's show, hour one or two, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Oh, we also have Ben Johnson from the uh, Colstrip girls basketball team, the Class B champions as well. You find all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as Blackfoot Communications and the Advocates. Remember, Sportsbet Montana. They got a bracket challenge going on as well. It's free to enter. You got a $5,000 grand prize. All you have to do is have the Sportsbet Montana account, like the app on your phone or, or whatever it takes to get a Sportsbet Montana account, and then you can fill it out. And uh, the, the winner will take home $5,000. They're also offering a $20 risk-free bet, so head on over to Sportsbet Montana's website. Make sure to enter our bracket challenge as well. It is free to enter, too, and we have... All sorts of great prizes. Here's our first prize. You got $400 cash from Paradise Falls, our presenting sponsor. Thanks to Paradise Falls for all their support and everything we do. Anywhere to watch the games, you can always head on down to Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street. They'll have great specials. They also have a great uh, St. Patrick's Day special coming up as well. Corned beef and cabbage. They got 12 ounces of corned beef with steamed red potatoes, cabbage, carrots, a dinner roll, and a side of horseradish. For $18.95, anytime after 11 a.m. What a great way to start off the NCAA tournament on Thursday, which also is St. Patrick's Day. Paradise Falls, open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. A great place for friends and family alike to gather for the NCAA tournament and other events. But we have 400 bucks cash from Paradise Falls, a $250 gift card from Dazzler's, a $100 gift card from Warden's Market, 
a six uh, a, a memorabilia box from Zootown Sports Card valued at more than six hundred dollars. Fifty dollar gift card from the AC Hotel, and we got some pitchers of beer from Katie O'Keefe's. Our second place prize includes hundred dollar gift card from Dazzlers, fifty dollars from Tagliari, seventy five bucks from Paradise Falls. A 10th anniversary card from the Despo, which is going to get you 10 wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We got $50 gift card for the AC Hotel, and we got another memorabilia box from Zootown Sports Cards worth 100 bucks. And then our third prize includes gift cards from Dazzlers, Tagliari Deli, AC Hotel, and some pictures from Katie O'Keefe's as well. So when you add it all up, close to $3,000 in prizes you can win. So go to ESPN.com, go to the Bracket Challenge, and just search ESPN Montana Nuanas now. We'll be on our way to San Diego tomorrow. Much looking forward to it. Riley Corcoran and I will have Nuanas now from sunny San Diego both Thursday and Friday. And I uh, got some fun guests lined up for you. We'll hear from Xavier Bishop and Danny Sprinkle of the Montana State men's team, Cola Badbear from the Montana State women's team. We'll also continue our coverage of high school. Uh, hoops from retrospectively some of the uh, state championship players and coaches from this last weekend. So be sure to tune in to Nuanas now. Our tournament takeover continues these next couple days. I'm thumbing through some cards here from Zootown Sports Cards. This is, uh, Zootown Sports Cards has a great show coming up. The Missoula Sports Card and Memorabilia Show. It's April 2nd at the Doubletree Hotel from 10 to 5. And they gave me a couple packs to rip. This is a, a Panini playoff football card pack. Got a little Anthony Schwartz rookie card, a little rookie wave. Not sure if you can see that on the camera very well, but pretty cool. A little, little shiny card. And uh, got, you know, some throwbacks of Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, little Tony Gonzalez, Ray Lewis. So that's cool. That's a fun pack. Let's do one more. Why not? I love doing a little rip session presented by... Zootown sports cards. Let's do some basketball. These Donner's packs, these are sweet. They got 30 cards in here. It's got a lot of chances to get yourself a little insert. The phenomenon of people ripping packs on YouTube, I know some people think it's silly and ridiculous. I think it's awesome. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing here on, on live radio, right? A little, little rip session. So we appreciate Zootown sports cards for always providing... I'm not going to bore you by reading all 30 of these cards, but I'll flip through them real quick, see if we got a little any any action here. A little Kevin Durant, that ain't bad. Ooh, they even turn them upside down for you. How about that? Yeah, rolling through them, rolling through them. Ooh, they go back the other way. John Wall, remember when he was good? <laughs> Poor John Wall. So many different things happened to him. Ooh, a little runner rookie cards. Ooh, a little Evan Mobley saw him live and in person last year at the NCAA tournament. Well, there you go, a little crunch time. Giannis Antetokounmpo, a little retro series. Isaiah Thomas, a little Luka Doncic, a little Donovan Mitchell. Okay, okay, now we're getting better. Ooh, there's a little refractor, Draymond Green. All right, cool. Well, if you want to get back into collecting, you certainly can. Zootown Sports Cards, your go-to spot. And remember, they have that great sports cards and memorabilia show. Uh, JA Authentications will be there to uh, to confirm and, and certify any of your autographs or Need a certificate of authenticity or any of that stuff. Or they'll be down there as well. April 2nd from 10 to 5 at the Double Tree. So I uh, appreciate Zootown Sports Cards for all their support. And wait till you see those boxes that you might win in the Bracket Challenge. Get your brackets in. The tournament starts tomorrow. Can't wait. One of the best times of the year. 
one of the best sporting events in this country. The NCAA tournaments begin tomorrow. Go get your bracket submitted to the ESPN Montana Nuanas Now Bracket Challenge. We're driving to Spokane tonight, flying out early in the morning. We'll be on the ground in San Diego by about 12.30, and then we'll be ready to roll for the show a couple hours later. So very much looking forward to that. I've never been to San Diego. So if you got suggestions for us, you can always text them to 406-888-1029 or hit us up on our Facebook page, ESPN Missoula, or you can hit us up on Twitter, 1029ESPN.com or at SkylineSportsMT, and let us know what, what should we do in San Diego. I'll leave you with this as we wind down here on a Wednesday. My dark horse pick, I don't even know if I want to tell you guys because then you guys might all rip it off. How about this? Uh, uh, the 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 teams with double digits, or I guess the teams that are non-Power 5 teams that I think uh, are fun money. Let's call them fun money. Murray State, the alma mater of Ja Morant and South Dakota State. Those two teams ripped it up in their respective conferences. They are championship level in every single way. Those are a couple of my dark horses. Go get your bracket submitted. We'll see you back here, except for we'll be in San Diego 4 p.m. tomorrow. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.